welcome back to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. And just before we start the show, if you would be so kind, we're still in the mode of waking up the algorithms. If you would head over to where you listen to us and provide us with a rating and a review, will help the show out tremendously. And if you haven't subscribed, please do consider subscribing. Today in our podcast, we're going to talk about simply believing that it's possible. We're going to tackle three particular areas, the science of belief, faith, and the role of action. But before we get started, I want to share with you a story from the early days as me as an army man. One of the things that I had to do at my second duty station in my early 20s was what they call air assault training. And in this air assault training, what you're asked to do is to jump out of a perfectly good aircraft with a 50 pound rucksack on your back and a rifle to kind of make it a little more interesting. Imagine a helicopter just hovering with a rope hanging down and three people at a time coming down that rope. Family, I mean to tell you, when they told me I needed to do that in order to be a part of that specific military intelligence brigade, I didn't see the possibility. I felt like that was impossible, totally not doable. This is before my mindset transformation. So I still have at that time a number of limiting beliefs. There was a sergeant who was responsible for training up the young troops. And I pulled him aside day two of a 14 day course. And I said, Sergeant, I just want to be real honest with you. I don't see any way in the world I'm going to be able to do this. And he said to me, I'll never forget it. He said, do you think that if you had the best training possible, you could get to a comfortable level or you could get to a level where you could at least feel like maybe? And I said, well, from what I see right now, I don't know, but perhaps. And he said, do four more days and that'll be two days before we're required to do any practice repelling from high altitudes, and let's talk again. So we went through that process. I did the training. I did become very, very comfortable, and we came back together. And he said, so do you think it's possible? I said, Sergeant, I I think it's possible. I honestly think it's possible. The reason I want to share this with you is not only is it in line with today's talk, but there's an awful lot of inner chatter that we find ourselves entertaining. If we are going to simply believe that it's possible, I don't want you to deny that there's conversations going on in your inner parts, but I want you to begin to talk back and say the opposite of whatever it is that is coming up in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit that is keeping you from doing what you desire to do. I went on to make several successful repels, earning a whole bunch of different medals. And I want to thank that sergeant for that. So at this point, let's transition 
to the science of belief. Three fields that make up the science of belief are psychology, neuroscience, and sociology. These three disciplines come together to show us our beliefs shape our reality and how they can influence our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. One key aspect of the science of belief is what we call the placebo effect. In a placebo effect, this is a phenomenon in which the belief in a treatment can produce real physical and physiological changes. For example, in some clinical trials, patients are given sugar pills while other participants in the trial are given actual medication. When the two groups report in, the people who got the sugar pill, because they thought they were getting an actual pill, they reported, hey, I feel better. And in some cases, they're able to see changes in the blood. And so the thought of this pill doing something changed the chemistry in the body to align with this is going to make me better. Family, that is incredibly powerful because it says if my thoughts can make me sick, my thoughts can also make me well. And that's just an extra nugget that we sort of learn or take away from this whole belief in science or the science of belief. Another important aspect of science of belief is the role of neuroplasticity. This is the ability of our brains to change and to adapt based on our experiences and our environment. Research has shown that our beliefs and thoughts can literally change the structure and the function of the brain influencing things like neural pathways, brain chemistry, and even gene expression. The power of positive thinking is also an important aspect of the science of belief. Now, I'm not saying that just positive thinking alone is going to get you the result. We're going to find out why later on, why that's not true. But studies have shown that people who have positive beliefs and attitude tend to be healthier, happier, and more successful in life than those that have negative beliefs. Additionally, self-fulfilling prophecy is also a key aspect of the science of belief. It refers to the phenomena in which a person's belief in something can lead to that belief coming true. Here's an example. If a person believes that they will fail at a task, they may not put the effort required to succeed. And as a result, they fail. Transitioning to faith. It goes without saying, family, that faith can certainly play a role in believing that something is possible. Faith is generally defined as a belief in something for which there is no scientific evidence or proof. For many people, faith is a belief in a higher power, such as a God or gods. And this belief can provide a sense of hope, comfort, and purpose. Like the science of belief, faith can also provide a sense of optimism and positivity, which can be an important aspect of believing that something is possible. People of 
faith may believe that even when things seem impossible, there is always the possibility that a higher power will intervene and make it possible. It could be, again, a God, sometimes God's and others might refer to this higher power as the universe. This sense of belief can be a powerful motivator and can help people to push through difficult times so that they can achieve their goals. In the same way, faith can be seen as a form of self-efficacy, which refers to a person's belief in their own abilities to achieve a goal. People who have a strong faith tend to have a strong sense of self-efficacy, believing that they can overcome obstacles, achieve their goals, even if the odds and the circumstances are against them. Personally, I view faith as a source of inspiration. It offers an understanding of a higher purpose and meaning in our lives. It can help people to find their passion, their goals, meaning of life, and making them believe that their dreams are possible. If you spend any time reading the good book, over in Hebrews 1, it talks about now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Therein lies the inspiration that we just noted. Let's talk about the role of action. It doesn't matter if you've done both of these correctly. You've come to a place where you most certainly believe it's possible. You exercising faith, but the faith without action is dead, meaning you're not going to get the output that you want, which is the accomplishment. The role of action is a key aspect of believing that something is possible. Simply having a positive attitude, which we noted earlier, or belief in something is not enough to make it happen, family. There's so many people that I'm talking to that are looking at the law of attraction and the laws of vibration. And they're like, hey, I'm doing what this guy or gal on YouTube said and nothing's happening. And when we take a step back, unpack what they're doing, they begin to wish for these things to happen. And it simply doesn't work like that. There's hard work and there's rigor to changing the mindset from where it was to one that's positive and growth oriented. When we take action toward our goals, we are demonstrating our belief that they are possible. We invest time, energy, and resources into making these a reality. And by taking action, we are also creating momentum, which makes progress toward the goal. Even small, consistent action can lead to big results over time. So many people just get caught up with looking at the end. I tell them, don't look at the end. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy from the inception of the idea to what you want to see as an outcome and everything in between it. And if you'll take a lighthearted, resistance-free approach to that, you will find that life in and of itself gets very, very simple, as do the achievements that you see. Taking action also helps to overcome fear and self-doubt. These 
are two thieves that you got to get out of your house as soon as possible. And when we talk about talking back, these are two of your very first candidates. Get yourself a glass of wine or cup of tea, whatever your beverage of choice is, and sit down. Just go introspectively inside of you and start having some chit-chat with those two guys. Recall what they've told you you can't do, and that will be the basis for your conversation. Write all of that down. From that drill, you'll be able to harvest what you need to work on specifically to boot them out of your house. When we take the first steps toward our goals, we begin to see that it is possible and that we have the ability to make it happen. It also helps us to build confidence, self-esteem, and we talked about self-efficacy. We got to be able to believe in ourselves and know that the action that we're going to take is going to manifest in the result that we desire. Moreover, taking action also helps to make our goals more concrete and specific. Instead of just having an abstract idea or a dream, taking action helps to create an initial plan, clear pathway toward achieving that which we have as our goal. It also helps to break large goals into small, more manageable goals so that Again, that momentum is building and that self-confidence is building, which will continue to propel us forward. With respect to detailed planning, I don't really do that anymore, family. I've gotten to a point now where my self-intuition and my connectedness to the universe is such that I do an outline of a plan and then I start to take the necessary actions as we're talking about right now. Oftentimes, I'm told to do this or that, I find myself literally being guided through whatever phase I'm in through my intuition rather than a concrete plan. I feel like that's advanced. That's something we all should aspire to. I'm just getting there myself. There are much higher heights and depths of this, and I'm currently seeking those out in my walk. So family, here's the summary Removing self-doubt by believing in yourself and taking action are important parts of simply believing that it's possible. By doing so, you create momentum, overcome fear and doubt, and build confidence, which brings your goals to life. Remember, making your beliefs more realistic and more tangible is a crucial step in achieving your goals your aspirations, and your dreams. That concludes this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. Please share this episode with your family and friends. Tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R, thought life, no spaces. And leave a comment. I want to remind you, you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.